Hi, everyone. This is Lori Joyner from Lori Joyner Ministries. Welcome to my podcast, where we talk practically about all things discipleship related, such as where to find people to disciple, what to do on a typical discipleship appointment, and how to help our disciples grow in Christ. Whether you're just starting out or looking to sharpen your discipleship skills, you're in the right place. Well, hey, friends, it's Lori Joyner, your discipleship coach. Thanks for tuning in to your discipleship coach kids edition, where we're talking this season about raising our children unto the Lord. They are our number one disciples. Their spiritual development is our top priority. It's our responsibility, and it's our stewardship as their parents. Now, both of my sons have birthdays coming up this month and next. And I thought today I would take a minute to share how I use birthdays and holidays to reinforce Christian biblical truth and teaching into their lives. So this week, your kids edition tip is to be intentional about holidays to reinforce biblical teaching. So I want to start with Christmas, actually, is as that is where I have a few things in place that I've done year after year after year to point them to Christ. And then after that, I will quickly talk about Easter and birthdays. Now, I know it may seem weird to be talking about Christmas in March, but I don't know where else to put it in this season. So here we go. Each Christmas, I do a few things that I would love to share with you. Now, some of these things you may already be doing with your kids and others you may consider implementing this coming year. So one benefit to talking about Christmas in March is that you can at least get a plan in place to make this Christmas perhaps a little bit different than Christmases in the past. Number one, and this is a very basic, easy thing, is making a happy birthday Jesus cake. Okay, each Christmas, we make a cake and decorate it for Jesus's birthday. And I always take a picture of my boys with this cake, and we even sing happy birthday to Jesus. I've done this since the boys were little, and even now when they're in junior high, they just know it's coming. We're going to make a happy birthday Jesus cake. You know, my sons knew early on that Christmas was about Jesus's birth. It wasn't about Santa Claus. It wasn't about Elf on the Shelf but about Jesus. I always kept the main emphasis of Christmas on the Lord. And hey, a yummy cake that can be enjoyed as well was just a tasty way to reinforce that. Now, I have had a few blunders in the past. One year, I forgot to buy cake and it was Christmas Eve, but hey, I had brownies. So one year we did happy birthday, Jesus brownies, but I think you get the idea. Number two, Advent boxes. Now you can go to like a local store, like a Hallmark store, or really even in the Hallmark card section of some grocery stores, they'll have like a a little piece of paper, kind of like a poster, and you can kind of flap, open these little flaps, and behind the flap might say something about the holiday or something about Christmas, and it kind of leads up to December 25th. But what I wanted to do is something a little bit different. And I remember I was wandering through an actual Hallmark store. Thankfully, in my town, there is one that still exists, and it's a darling store. And when I was in the store, I saw these adorable little tiny boxes, maybe an inch and a half tall to an inch and a half wide. Okay, maybe they're two by two. I can't remember. They're tiny. 
And these little boxes were all stacked up in, in like a pyramid, each with its own little door painted in Christmas colors. It was so cute. I just had to buy it. But as I was standing in line to buy this thing, I was having to hold it with both hands. It was kind of heavy. It's made out of wood. It's 25 tiny boxes and each little door is labeled one through 25. I was standing in line holding this and I thought, hmm, I've got two sons and I could just foresee years of fighting over which got to open the tiny little door for that day. And so what did I do? Think about it, parents. What did I do? I went and got another one. (laughs) So then I had two of these things. I was balancing in my arms. I checked out with both of them and brought them home. And I will tell you, absolutely. Had they both, you know, been fighting over one little door a day, it would have been a nightmare. I have never had those fights, but I digress. So anyway, that first year, I simply put a little chocolate inside each little box and a few, maybe a few coins or one day it was like a little dollar bill folded up, just something little. So when they opened the box, it kind of led up to Christmas. But the next year, I put my brain in gear and I wanted the focus to be on Christ. And so ever since then, I don't even think the boys remember that first year, but ever since then, when they open the box, there's a tiny piece of paper inside. And the paper either had a verse from the Christmas story, the actual birth of Christ, how the the shepherds were in the field and and, um, uh, Joseph and Mary were making their way to Bethlehem or the angels singing in the sky or the wise men making their way, just the Easter, I'm sorry, the Christmas story. And so, you know, every single day was one more verse about that story until it actually led up to him being born. Now, another year, they opened the little boxes, and there was the names of God and a a corresponding verse, such as Wonderful Counselor, Mighty Savior, Jehovah Jireh. And that gave me the opportunity to have them read the verse. And, um, you know, when they were little, of course, I might be reading the verse for them and explaining to them, hey, you know, you have, you know, let's say three names, your first, middle, last name, but God He's so amazing, so multifaceted. He has many names. They all show a different aspect of his goodness. This year, I did a verse about who they are because of Christ. These I am verses. I am loved. I am forgiven. I am saved. I am a citizen of heaven. And each day when the boys opened the boxes, they read the statement along with the verse. And I was able to tell them it's because of Christ. It's because of his birth that you can say these things that like you're forgiven, you're saved, you're a citizen in heaven. Without Christ's birth, these things would not be in place. They would not exist. So each year, year after year, I've run off on pieces of paper, cut out these little pieces of paper, folded them up and stuck them in the little box. I love the idea that each day of December, they're learning something about God and that I'm able to reinforce that the season is about Christ. Now, don't think I took all the fun out of it, though. I still got them a little gift each day. Okay, some gifts included money, like little dollar bills or coins. Some days it was candy or chocolate. Other days, they got the highly valued and coveted coupons. Oh, yes. 
These are coupons I give each year and they save these until the opportune moment, a coupon for free dessert, extra iPad time, a no chores day. And so this year I also, they had a little thing they got to unfold and it said free phone case upgrade, or I said free dessert day. And we went and got ice cream in the past when the boys were younger, they would maybe open up um, their little box and alongside the verse, there'd be a little piece of paper that said, you know, let's make a, you know, Christmas cards for our grandparents. Let's make cookies for the neighbor. I mean, there was, there's been all kinds of stuff. Let's play bingo. I had a little Christmas bingo set. So it's always been something fun each day leading up to Christmas, but now always with some type of verse where they can learn something about Christ, the Easter, the Christmas story or who they are in Christ. Now, here's the thing. You don't have to have these little boxes to make this work. Matter of fact, I've been in that Hallmark store since that year, years ago. I've never seen them again. I I don't, well, they are big, bulky, and heavy. (laughs) Okay. So maybe Hallmark was like, we ain't dealing with this. But you guys are crafty. You can come up with probably a better idea than that. Listen, you could, even if you wanted, have 25, let's say, red envelopes that you decorated and they open each day and it's got a scripture inside with a note that says, you know, let's play bingo or a note that says you have a special treat hidden under the Christmas tree or let's make cookies today. So have fun with it. You know, you guys are crafty. You can figure it out, but it doesn't have to be, um, you know, super Christmassy. It could just be some envelopes if needed. Um, to really set your child's heart toward Christ in a fun way all through December. And listen, you got to have your plan in place in November because December one comes fast and uh, you don't want to be scrambling each day to figure out what you're going to do. Okay, so let's move on. Another idea I do in December is reading the book of Luke. Now, here's the wonderful thing. The book of Luke is 24 chapters long. So if you read a chapter a day, you wake up on Christmas morning, the 25th, and you've read basically one account of Jesus's life. How cool is that? So one year as a family, we read each night a chapter of the book of Luke after dinner each evening. And as you know, what did I do to help my boys pay attention? Well, I quizzed them after each chapter and they could earn cold, hard cash if they could answer my questions. Actually, my husband was the one that came up with the questions. And sometimes I would just answer it accidentally. And he would look at me like, Lori, this is for the kids. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I know. He's like, it's for the kids, Lori. But anyway, um, but I love that they woke up on Christmas morning having read, well, an entire book of Luke, an entire book of the Bible, and they fully well, the best they could at those ages understand why we were celebrating Christmas. And so again, you know me, I don't mind paying my kids to pay attention and um, and to just learn something new. So reading the book of Luke in December. Now, I remember just because of activities after school, after dinner, things like that, or maybe, you know, my husband wasn't home yet, or one of the kids was off at a practice. There were nights that we'd have to read like two chapters to catch up or to get ahead but you can make it work. Okay. Number four, this is my final thing about Christmas. Put something Christ related under the tree as among their gifts, you know, amidst all the gifts you may give your children, have something Christ related 
and age appropriate. It could be a few books you picked up at a Christian bookstore, you know, maybe Christian coloring books if they're young, a, a Christian t-shirt, okay, a poster, maybe about the names of God. It could be really cool. Maybe a, a new a bookmark, a new Bible cover, a new Bible, okay, a necklace that's got a cross on it, a bracelet that might have a verse on it, a framed picture. It could be something. But in your busyness of buying gifts, put something in their stocking, something under the tree that's Christ related. So I started with Christmas, you know, today as the, as the first example that really sets the stage for other holidays in our family. Okay. So for example, for their Easter basket, I'm going to put something in there that's Christ centered for their birthday to mark their new year. My sons wake up to about 30 signs all over the house. And I'm just taking eight by 10 paper and writing things on these signs with markers, but it'll say something silly like, you know, okay, well, Josh is going to turn 14. So when he wakes up, it'll say, you know, only a 14 year old can sit here or only 14 year olds can use this lunchbox or only 14 year olds can drink out of this cup. I mean, it'll just be stuff all over the house. I'll put one in his bathroom and it'll say, this is the face of a 14 year old, just silly signs everywhere marking his new year. But in the midst of those signs are verses such as Psalm 139, 14, you are wonderfully made. Or I might make a sign that reads, I'm so glad God created you and put you in this family. Um, so I'll, I'll search the scripture for some verses. I'll put them on the signs. So he's getting a mix of kind of love from his family, uh, marking his new 14th year, but also I'll put some scripture verses in there. Now, again, you all are crafty you're creative. And if you pray and just think intentionally, I believe ideas will come to your mind by the Holy Spirit that will help you be intentional about using holidays and birthdays and such to point your children towards Christ. Matter of fact, right before I did this podcast, I mean, literally seconds before I got online and I just, I just Googled Christian gifts on Amazon. And, you know, I'd rather buy Christian gifts from christianbookdistributors.com or a Mardell's Christian bookstore, or if you happen to have a Lifeway Christian bookstore in your town. But even Amazon has a huge list of things you could get. I just, I, I clicked on here and I saw this great book. It said, The Guy's Guide to God, Girls, and the Phone in Your Pocket. Absolutely. It's 11 bucks. I'm buying it for both my sons. I'm probably going to put it in their Easter basket. Okay. Um, there's all kinds of crosses. There's feminine little bracelets, manly cross bracelets. There's um, games. Uh, I'm just looking. I'm just looking as I'm talking to you about this, scrolling back down. Keychains, Bible covers, plaques, little um, uh, little dog tag. Be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid or discouraged. The Lord your God is with you wherever you'll go. You could give to like a teen boy. There's a great devotionals, all kinds of little stuff, um, watches, compasses, you know, I mean, this is just a, a really, you know, simple cursory look there, but, but be intentional about this, put something in their Easter basket, give them something for their birthday, keep Christ as the focus as much as you possibly, possibly can. Now, here's the thing. I would love to hear your ideas. What do you do? to point your kids to the Lord on special occasions. Please, I I would love for you to shoot me a message on my website about this. It would be so cool to get to share 
some of your ideas with this larger audience that's listening here. So if you're like, well, I always do this, or we always do this as a family, or I found this to be effective, please let me know. I will share the wealth. So again, you just hop on my website, lauriejoinerministries.org, click contact Lori, and just shoot me an email. I would love to read your ideas, and I would love to take time on a future podcast to share those ideas as well. All right, let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for who you are, the fact that you were born, you died, you rose from the grave, you conquered hell and death, and we are just passing through. We are not here long. And Lord, I pray that you would help each parent listening today to be intentional, to think about what can I do to make this birthday special for my child and the Lord? What can I do to make this Easter more focused on Christ in each thing that we do as a family, what's in their basket, you know, what we're doing? Lord, I pray that you would give these parents incredible creativity and ideas flooding through their mind and their heart that they feel confident as they raise their children unto you. And it's in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Lori Joyner Ministry serves the global body of Christ with discipleship resources, publications, and ongoing coaching and consulting of discipleship ministries. To invite me to speak at your next event and to see a full list of my discipleship books and Bible studies and resources, please visit me at lorijoynerministries.org.